Welcome back, everybody. We're having a fun pre-chat with Easy Stevens. Uh, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it uh, the way that I said it. As, as, I, as I hear it, it's probably incorrect. I'll just take my, I'm not originally from the United States, so I'll play that card. But uh, <laughs> please welcome Izzy to the program. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Uh, I want to talk to you about directing. I want to talk to you about your businesses. I want to talk to you about your shorts. But I want to get people to get to know you. So let's start with that, you know, stupid silliness that I just got myself into uh, of the way that people pronounce your first name, especially when you're traveling abroad. Um, it can probably get to you and <laughs> get some people into some trouble, right? I mean, definitely with non-English speakers, they no. can get confused and think that my name is easy, but um, I just think it's funny and yeah. that's all right. It happens. Is, is that, I mean, is uh, Izzy uh, the the official legal name? Is it uh, short for Isabel or? Uh... Yeah. It's short for Isabella. Okay, Isabella, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, which by the way, is one of my favorite all time names, uh, Isabel. I actually wanted to name my daughter Isabel. And it was it was like the third, the it was it was in the finals. We ended up with, uh, with a different name, but. Uh, what did you go with? Uh, we originally went with Annabelle and then uh, she, we kind of changed that and morphed it into Annette because it was more neuro, numerologically uh, appropriate. Yeah. My mom wanted to name me Arabella and everyone that she told said, oh no, that's a terrible name. Don't, don't go with that name. And so she chose Isabella and yeah. um, I don't know. I like both. I'm not really fussed. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's beautiful. beautiful. Again, it's, uh, and my favorite, uh, you know, cartoon princess is is Belle. So, you know, yeah. it was it was always in the back of my mind. When I have a daughter, there's going to be some associations. So her middle <laughs> yeah. middle name is Belle. Uh, but yeah, very cool. Um, okay, so you know, people hear a little bit of an accent. Uh, so you are originally from Australia, and then you live here, right? Uh, and by here, I'm not talking Chicago. You live in LA, correct? I do. Yeah, I live in Los Angeles for three years. Yeah. So three years ago, you made the uh, move. Why, uh, why switch? Is it uh, following your brethren and, uh, and sisterhood of Australian actresses? <laughs> yes, um, definitely yes. And also I'm lucky I'm half American. So my dad is actually from California. Um, okay. He moved over, fell in love with an Australian woman, moved over to Australia. Um, and so it was sort of natural for me. I, I was working out in Australia for years in television and it was it, it it just feels like the natural progression when you're working in Australia to yeah. have a you know either do trips out here or um, or move. Um, unfortunately, the Australian film industry, which is growing, is still not doesn't have enough infrastructure to sort of support the amazing talent that actually that I think exists there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but I came out a few times for pilot season before I officially moved out here, and then I just. I'm very, I'm very follow my gut. So I just, one day was like, this is the time. And I just booked a flight and got on a plane and showed up. Yeah. And moving to LA is not, uh, I mean, it is simple from the perspective of anybody can move anywhere. Uh, technically, if you have the proper authorization, but um, LA is not a, it's not an easy place to be. You have to have contacts, people, it takes a lot longer for, uh, for casting directors to get to know you. So uh, what I'm in Chicago. So what we're always told in Chicago is let the work bring you to LA. Don't yeah. just go to LA, you know, uh, make sure that you've saturated the market here and then let the work bring you there. So uh, same ideas or you just decided, you know what, it's my time, I'm going. 
That's so smart. And I think that was always the way that I wanted it to play out. Mm. Um, at the time I moved, I had just been, I had just directed a, a short film that was in a festival, like in a, a great festival that by Australian standards um, mm. and is known, you know, globally it's by, you know, it's called Tropfest. Um, and it was just, it, it was a moment where I thought, okay, this is, this is just, you know, premiered. And I also had been um, a lead in the film occupation. So it was this moment where I had all of this sort of accumulation of projects. And I thought I had great rep out here. And I thought I'm, I'm twiddling my thumbs when I could really dive in. And I don't, I, I'm so lucky because I don't have to deal with the same sort of like visa and the costs associated with moving that are, um, can be accumulated if you're not actually a citizen so I and I also had friends out here in a support network so I was like you know what let's just go for it and it's funny because the second that I moved out here I was brought back home for a press tour for the film and then for filming the sequel and I thought this is so classic that I come out here and I'm ready to establish a life and Australia's like whoa 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 coming back so um I think that I was just sort of ready to step away from from you know one <clears throat> one gig a year and I wanted to sort of feel like I was more invested in my career and I think you can really get mm, frustrated so sure. um I was I was just ready to sort of make that jump and I had enough work I think under my belt to sort of go okay let's get me in a room because I know if I get into a room it's no problem but it's the getting there you know that's really hard as I'm sure you understand yeah, and uh, the, the fun part usually with actors that I talk to that finally get to LA is that once they get to LA, they start getting projects somewhere else. Yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. So how long did it take you to get into a room uh, where you, you know, finally got uh, settled in? Into a, a, like a casting room? Yeah, in a casting room. I started auditioning straight away when I got here and mm -hmm. it's been, uh, it's been a, like, obviously I came over pretty much right before the pandemic hit. Yeah. And so it was an interesting journey, but um, a lot happened in the year before the, before COVID. Yeah. And the thing about, you know, we say like, oh, it takes 10 years to create an overnight success. Yeah. There are these ways that you go through this journey that aren't linear. They don't necessarily, they're not like, I walked into a room and I auditioned and I booked the role and there it is. It's mm -hmm. like, you play, as you said, casting directors need to know you, you play this long game. So yeah. it's about those baby steps and making every baby step ripple and count and being really clever about the way, like who you're meeting and how how you're going about your auditions, who you're targeting. And, and so I started to really understand that I had already done a lot of that work because I have been auditioning through over the years, like pilot season and stuff. And then I found that this last time that I came out, instead of going, oh, we didn't get feedback or we got this feedback. In, instead, I was getting, you know, callbacks and tests and and this kind of stuff so the funny thing is like they always say oh if you were if you didn't book the role but you were you were like pretty close you're closer to booking the next role and I know it's like I don't know it just all sounds like words but it, it's just there's a negotiation every day of your life as an actor how are you dealing with your reps how are you dealing with yourself how are you dealing with your mental health how are you dealing with the material are you going to classes um it's a lot of it's a lot of stamina. So I think that um, 
yeah, I'm not sure if I'm asking you a question, but um, yeah, it was a, it was a, an interesting journey. And I think a lot has changed. Like my, my life looks completely different to when I first moved out here. And that feels really interesting. And I started booking about a year in. So actually in the pandemic, I was booking a couple of films, which was weird. And did any of them get uh, shot? Were you able to fit it into the, uh, hey, we're open, no, we're closed. Hey. <laughs> right, so it's funny, the day before, the day before um, the lockdowns happened in Los Angeles, yeah. I was on hold for this film. And like, we, we were all just sort of, I had, I just like had this gut feeling that it was mine because I wasn't panicked about it. I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, there's some, some things you just know and you just go, okay, let's see what happens, yeah. right? Cause you just never know what's gonna happen. But um, then shutdowns happened. And then there was this like weird two week window where everything started opening back up again. Do you remember that? It was like, yeah. Yeah. Where, you know, oh, back to normal. And it was like, wait, we're in the still in the middle of the pandemic that everyone thought we were just gonna get back to normal. And Hollywood was like, okay, rolling cameras. And so I got the call saying, you've booked it. Like we're going ahead. Um, you've got to get COVID tested now. We'll be, you know, in the mountains next week filming, you know, for blah, blah, blah. And um, it was like all, you know, steam, full steam ahead. And then right at the last minute, we couldn't end up doing it. So it was, it was, I'm sure very disappointing for everybody, but it's just like, you kind of know that that's what's going to happen in a pandemic situation. You're like, I mean, you just have to keep going and assume that it's going to be fine. And then whatever happens, you just go, okay, that happened. But yeah. um, I actually did end up filming a film during the pandemic, uh, nice. well, like a different one. So that was, yeah, I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you don't. And that's, uh, again, to put even more uncertainty into the world of acting where nothing is linear. Uh, yeah. So, you know, this is my uh, business that I started during the pandemic because I had oh, nothing cool. better to do. Um, I know you started yours. Uh, let's talk about that. What did you do? Oh, so I, I was meditating one day and <laughs> I had this thought come over me that was like, um, you know, you, there's something that has happened all my life where I feel like I've um, attracted friends. Um, I should like rephrase this. No, you shouldn't, because I, I'm, I'm all about the law of attraction. And uh, if people are not familiar with it, uh, we'll put a link right below. Look it up. Go ahead. Cool. Yeah, love that. Yeah, so I was, I feel like most of my life I've had um, friends and colleagues come to me and just sort of interested in brainstorming their ideas with me, like a TV show or short film or a film or whatever it is. Um, people sort of like talking to me about their ideas and I really love talking to people about their ideas. I think they just feel that from me. I'm like, yes, like that, that can totally be made. What's the budget? What are you feeling? Let's make this happen. Um, so I'm really interested in collective ideas and collaborating with people. And, and I feel like as I've progressed in my career, I've had more and more instances where I felt really aligned in that space and really good in a dialogue with people about their stuff. And I also have, tend to have a bit of a skill which uh, of, um, once I've set my mind to it, I'm gonna make it happen. And so I, I think a lot of people struggle with like pushing past the idea phase or just the, pushing past the script phase and actually doing it. Yep. There's a lot of like, there's so many things in the mix. Like there's resistance, there's fear, there's frustration, there's 
I don't know enough people, I don't have money, all of this stuff that stops you very easily and understandably. And what I do is actually coach people through those and say, let's take your script to the screen and let's get you the career traction that you want. Let's skirt the regular way of doing things that the industry decides this is how you be successful and let's create success on your own terms um, with your voice. So I help people go from script to screen and stop waiting for some big break and so they can be celebrated. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. First of all, thank you for doing that because people do need that and they need, um, they need someone. I'm, I'm a huge believer in coaching and uh, uh, in terms of productivity, in terms of getting organized, you know, I, I went from, I was the dreamer, talker, uh, lazy, in, you know, disorganized. That was me. And then over the years, more and more, especially the last you know, number of months, it's this uber productivity, uber getting down to a very fine level detail of what are we trying to do? Let's break it up. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. What do I need to do on a day by day basis in order to hit that goal? Let's eliminate all the stuff that doesn't matter. Like I went into completely different spectrum. And if it wasn't for courses that I was taking and uh, people that I was talking to, I wouldn't have gotten here. And I think I've achieved more in the last number of years than I have in the previous 20. So thankfully, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, But that's why you're so important for the people that you're working with, because you can help them get there. And Mm -hmm. like that skill, yes, we're talking about this industry and getting it from, uh, you know, script to screen, but it's a life skill that they can apply to everything from there. That's, that's how I feel too. And I think that there's a lot of things that come along with making your own work. There's mm. this frustration that, that artists can tend to feel, especially actors, because we always feel like we need permission to yeah. do what we feel we're born to do. Yep. And that can create so many frustrations and um, barriers in your life where you're just like, well, I guess I'll just wait for the phone to ring. And the, the changes that I see my clients go through just simply by like, making a film from the beginning to the end isn't just like, oh, I've made a film and now it's in a festival and now I'm getting celebrated. It's like a whole different person emerges where they're like, I have ownership. I have control over my life. I feel inspired and I'm working with people that I find interesting. Um, And it really like, it, it lights me up. Like it makes me very, very happy to have sessions with my clients where at the end they're just like mind blown because they finally can see themselves in a way that they're now valuable rather than just feeling like, oh, I guess I'll just do another self-tape and no one's going to call me about it, which is frustrating. And it's real. It happens to us all the time. And then guess what? The other part that comes in and again, law of attraction that we can, we can, we can tie things nicely into it. But (laughs) once the person goes through that uh, process and they change, Mm -hmm. then as an actor, you're going to go into a room and you'll present differently. Your energy is completely different. And all of a sudden you're gonna start booking and you're like, what happened? I didn't do anything, I'm different. Yes, you are. Because they see that confidence. They see that uh, um, change and yeah. it resonates. It's, it's, a, it's a huge, huge shift. Totally, I, yeah. I so agree with you. Go from um, feeling disempowered to yeah. feeling really just like grounded. And it's not just the, it's not just like the creative aspect. It's also the, what we do in coaching is like talking about the industry and how to navigate parts of the industry that 
you know, we're always told rules about how to, how, how to be, how to, what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to like, like linearly move forward as a director or a producer or a writer or an actor, like all of these things that um, you sort of can make your own rules about and Mm -hmm. people don't like, you know, once you start realizing that you can leverage certain things that already are in your life and in your experience Mm-hmm. Um, you probably have one person that knows one person that you could contact that knows a person that can get you in a room. And it's yeah. like, we, if we, by having someone there to bounce ideas off of and sort of challenge you a little bit, mm-hmm. you can do things that maybe are slightly uncomfortable, but in the long run pay off in such enormous ways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and people should, yeah. It's, if people are wondering about how rich people get rich, Rich people get rich because there are all, there are seven basic concepts that they're utilizing and they deal with utilizing somebody else, right? It's other yeah, people's right. time, other people's work, other people's money, right? So they're utilizing you in order to help them get to the next level and utilize somebody else to get into that room and make it happen. It just, it starts uh, building a beautiful chain. Um, very cool. I, I really, I'm happy about that. So you have this uh, coaching business, you've done directing, you are obviously an actress. Um, is there a favorite? Uh, you view yourself as one versus another or where do you stand there? Um, I would say that predominantly I'm an actor director. Okay. And I, I used to get very frustrated when people would ask me to choose um, oh. and because I think, I don't know, I, <laughs> I think, um, why, why should I have to choose? I, I think yeah. I can do both of those things. And, and a, a businesswoman is another one now. And I guess that has been very, that um, just has felt like a natural progression for me. I'm someone who like naturally gravitates to leadership mm-hmm. roles and I really enjoy community and I enjoy running a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that ha- has happened naturally. And I also think those that's the reason why I enjoy uh, directing because I can see objectively the narrative and and find ways to support that through the shots through the you know through working with the actors and because I'm an actor I sort of understand what you need um in ways as an actor to to sort of thrive in that space but I always come back to acting because you know I honestly do sometimes I think um maybe acting was like on the path to this mm-hmm. and then I'll be on set directing and I'll just think oh my god my heart is aching because I miss being on that side of the camera and I really understand this narrative or I really understand this text and um and both happens when I'm when I'm behind the cam when I'm in front of the camera and I'm I'm acting there's you know I miss directing and so it's always like one project one project one project one project like going back and forth because they both make a lot of sense to me in who I am. And I really enjoy, I do, I do honestly like enjoy every aspect of the filmmaking process. And I really enjoy working with people and crew. And um, so, I don't know, it's just, I think that I really enjoy like the films, film storytelling and I'll find any way to do it, obviously. <laughs> no, but I think it's great. And it's also very healthy because it's not one thing and you're, you're kind of in that, linear uh it's not a linear progression but you you lock yourself into one box and from a mental health perspective the fact that you have other creative outlets that are still a part of that same journey only allows you to be 
more refreshed, right? Uh, you do directing, then you go do acting or vice versa. So I think it's just, it's, it's a better, it's like you're creating this lava that is moving forward in one direction, but then you have a lot of areas that you can dive into. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, again, we use dive in for, you know, pun intended, but uh, unintended. <laughs> Very cool. So what's what's next? Uh, what's what's coming up? What can we see you in or see something that you've directed uh, shortly? Yeah, thank you. Um, so right now, I just feel like I'm in this moment of like wrapping everything up that I've put yeah. all my energy into. I, I wonder mm -hmm. if you've had that experience where you've like, I've got four or five projects that are just, just finishing up and just wrapping up and are just about to be into the yeah. world. And so I feel like I'm really at that final push on so many different things. So sometimes I feel like I'm sort of, because I'm bouncing around from different projects, I'm editing, I'm editing two films that I directed um, mm. as well. I really love editing as well. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm sort of, can't, you know, you can't stop me. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I'm editing two of those. And then I've got um, a film that's just come out called um, Occupation Rainfall, which is the sequel to uh, Occupation. So that's just hit US cinemas, which is really exciting. Um, direct, one of the short films I directed called Seafoam, I also acted in um, and that will, that'll be finished up soon. I'm working in the sound mix now and we're doing the final touches. So it's really, it's sort of so exciting watching these projects that I've worked for about four or five months on um, come into, you know, come come into their yeah, own, yeah. show me what they're supposed to be um, mm -hmm. in this space. And um, I also have like a secret vampire life where I, <laughs> I am finishing my, my degree, my film degree that I've been doing for like 10, ten years, like mm -hmm. forever. And I started, um, I went to university when I was 18 and then I booked a television role and I left and then I went back and then I left because I booked another role and then I moved to Queensland for a role and I had to leave. And uh, yeah. slowly over the past 10 years, I've accumulated credits and I have also gone through film school and done a diploma. So all of this stuff has now, like when I say I feel like everything's wrapping up, I feel like I have two subjects left of a degree that I've been doing for so long and I, I cannot tell you how truly excited I am to have yeah. everything finished and just be able to breathe. Good. Are you going to take that time to actually breathe and uh, go back and really appreciate what you have done over this period? Um, I feel like that sounds like what I should do. <laughs> I should try and do that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I think I'm not very good at stopping, So, but I see now how important it is because I'm literally just like, in a hamster wheel going yeah. making creative decisions trying to make an essay happen also trying to meditate and exercise like a regular person and just like have a social life it's pretty useful. yeah well it's uh again all all of the beauties of being a successful uh working <laughs> woman um but yeah it's uh it's fun please do take time uh, at least a breath uh where you can look back and say hey this is all i've accomplished because it'll continue driving you forward in your journey ahead to your next steps and next uh, uh, achievements. So it's, it's good to get out of the hamster wheel for, for at least a bit mm -hmm. and, uh, and um, understand how successful you've actually been. It's good for oh, mental health. Yeah. Very, very kind of you. I think that's important. I think taking breaks for our mental health is like 
the most important thing we can do. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's balance. Very cool. Well, Izzy, uh, thank you so much. I, pro I pronounced your name correctly. I'm happy with myself. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on. I know you're very busy and you have things to go do. We'll look for uh, the films uh, coming out. We'll uh, make sure that everybody checks out. Everybody go below and uh, make sure that you follow Izzy everywhere. Um, and best of luck to you. I'm, I'm very excited to see where this is going to go for you. Thank you. And best of luck to you as well. Please stay in touch. You. you sound like you're such a lovely person. It was really wonderful chatting with you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks to everybody for tuning in into another episode of Let's Dive In. <clears throat> and I hope you're as inspired as I am to, uh, to continue driving forward in all of the areas of your life where you feel that ambition so you can start it and finish it. Take your script to the screen. And if you need help, call Izzy. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. My pleasure.